What is happening, everyone? It's Kyle from Magpie247. And Newcastle have just beaten West Ham at the Taxpayer Stadium, as Paul Putney's preview. Two uh-huh. goals to nil with both, um, with both, with both new signings scoring on their debuts. Colin Wilson, the big sexy man that is Colin Wilson. Um, you may hear a lot of that. So, um, if you're going to question me sexuality throughout this um, podcast, um, that's absolutely fine. You're more than welcome to after after the night. But um, yeah, brilliant, brilliant performance, Paul. Uh, what's your initial thought on uh, on tonight's game? Well, I tell you what, for half a Joe Linton, not bloody bad, was he? Absolutely <laughs> fantastic. He worked his socks off. He could have, Kyle, on another day, he could have had a hat-trick easily. He could have had three or four goals. But he worked so tirelessly. He played with a smile on his face all the time. There was no moping about Sultan when he missed the chances uh, earlier in the game. I was a little bit worried uh, at times because we weren't taking chances. Uh, but this is the difference a good striker makes. You know, in an instance, the score a goal and the change, the fortune and, you know, the roadmap for, for the game. Uh, and, you know, many games like, like last season, that game potentially could have been a draw. But this season, yeah. with a goal scoring, he takes a chance, he gets a goal, uh, it lifts the team and you go on to do a professional away job. And that game was the perfect map, for the perfect plan for how to do an away game and take the sting out of everything. You know, asserting yourselves, our style of playing, everything. I'm absolutely buzzing about it. Uh, what a way to start the season! Yeah, it is, mate. Honestly, but yeah, just everything from top to top to bottom, mate, were fantastic. Um, I mean, from the start, I, the formation was a little bit bold. I thought four four two maybe a little bit too um, too attacking. But um, fair play to Bruce on it. It was a brilliant formation. I mean, Andy Carroll looked a hell of a lot fitter than he has been over the last couple of years. He looked a lot more. He looked a lot quicker. He looked a lot. Uh, his did, finger did, was a lot more the, on the pulse with things. Did you see the tweet that I put out in the first staff? It did well. I with a truck. He was a wrecking ball. I thought, they, oh, we're going to send him off after 10 seconds, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I know it was. It was. It looked. It looked like a man possessed, a man with something to prove. Back at the taxpayer yeah. stadium, uh, Karen Brady and all them who uh, called him every name under the sun in the stands, and uh, he's he, he literally like totally and utterly possessed. And you know, the, the thing is, he is such a good ambassador for our club. You see the fact that when Wilson does score, the smile on his face, his reaction and everything to him, and being on the park with him as one of your teammates, it just must give you an extra 5%. The way he plays the game, he's a leader, he's leading by example. Uh, The injuries are so unfortunate, but it was like watching the Andy Carroll of old, I felt, you know, when he was first getting ready, breaking through. Um, it, it was just a, a joy to watch, and yes, it was. It was a very, very bold attacking movement. Uh, you know, compared to what we were last uh, season, it was strange. Newcastle playing good stuff. Newcastle playing quite attacking football. Newcastle scoring goals. Newcastle second in the league. Newcastle keeping clean sheets. Um, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Uh, Newcastle with new, you know, new players in. And this is what we've argued for, mate, for years and years and years in, in doing this, 
it, it's just for common sense decisions. You don't have to go out and constantly look for cheap imports and this, that, and the other. Buy some proven Premier League players and look what it can do. And Mike Ashley was there watching what happens when you make good common sense decisions like signing a striker who knows the league, who knows how to score, who has the knack. Uh, and I always felt he would score today with his record against West Ham. He likes scoring against them. He must have some sort of fetish for bubbles or something like that. Um, but yeah, the fir- our first opening day victory in eight years and our first away opening day victory since we beat the Mackhams uh, 1-0 in 2011. Um Un- just unbelievable and uh, we've just been joking off off air before and now that we're in the top six and we're second currently in the table do you know <laughs> <laughs> people have been tweeting the Premier League saying can you let the take off and go for them now because we're, we're a top six side <laughs> you've got to love the Johnny really sense of humour no yeah, you've got to laugh at things I, I can't <laughs> you get the takeover through the Morrow Man to Stevie Pat your marks love. But um, <laughs> no, it, was a, it was just refreshing to see striker play Paul all half. It was like all game, in fact. Like Wilson was holding the ball, movement was brilliant and on point. Um and my mates were like, he's had an average half. He's had an average half, he hasn't played very well. But like that's what they were saying to me, and I'm like Compared to what we've seen last season with Jolton not making movement, Jolton not looking like a centre forward, and Jolton frustrating with it to an extent. Like to see to see to see Wilson make the moves that he did and have Carroll his hold up play, so refreshing to see because we haven't seen we haven't seen it for a good well since Rondon left, to be honest. But um yeah, brilliant from Colin Wilson. His goal, although it was a scrappy goal, he, he, it was kind of a touch into the get into the net. We wouldn't have scored that goal last season. It would have just went right straight there, the right time. And, and, and it. it would have been going from it would have just went straight to the keeper and move on. But you know, he's, he gets in the right positions. He's got the he's got the knack to be in the right places, and you'll get goals off just doing that alone. So, and he's interview after the game today, um, confident, happy, um, looking to push forward as a player. And, uh, you know, it's, it's what you want to see. You want to see a player with a bit of self-belief. Uh, happy to be in Newcastle. T- happy taking the, to be in Newcastle. T- taking, taking the piss out of West Ham. Nice little stadium, nice club to score against. Um, not being disrespectful, but facts say I have scored eight, go- eight goals in nine games against you. You know, just just kind of be, just having that kind of cocky, arrogant persona. Front for a long, long time since Rondon left, and yeah, it was just so refreshing to see. And I know it's probably so far on the podcast, it sounds like the the Colin Wilson fan club. Although they do follow on Instagram, actually. So yeah, we'll we'll we'll, we'll plot on it. But I'm it, it. I struggle to find a player that played bad today, Paul. Everybody played well. They, they had a 10-minute period, West Ham, where they looked strong and were looked a bit too deep. But we handled that really well. Steve Bruce made a very good change with uh, Miggy coming on. And there isn't any script to this one. We might go back and forth through the game and what we liked and what we didn't like. But I thought the late change, bringing Miggy on with his energy and his ability to hit We were screaming great. for it at that it time, weren't we? Really well-timed substitution yeah. because he set up the second goal and obviously Jeff Hendricks I think deserves a little bit of a little bit of credit today because obviously when he signed there was like really Jeff Hendricks it's not the biggest of signings not the best of signings but we backed it didn't we Paul quite happy with the signing a good grafter yeah people capable of uh, 
doing a couple of things, but today he did look like Frank Lampard in the second half. He did. That strike was certainly with Frank Lampard ahead. With his little knock, with his little knock on to Miggy, and um, no, he's not on to Wilson for the goal. And then uh, a beautiful strike. Um, I didn't think he'd be able to, to, to curl it around the player well, but. He didn't just curl it around him. He blasted it past him into the top to, corner. To be fair, to be fair, right? If you're a West Ham fan, you were spitting shit and blood that he wasn't closed down soon enough. I, um, I can't remember who was closest to him at the time, to be honest. But I know he had a little bit of an acre to himself. Um, but to, to generate the power that he did with such minimal backlift, and literally it was like a rocket taken off. But if you're a West Ham supporter... Then whoever was ever should have been picking them up should have been a lot closer. They were all just stood seemingly in a line, a few yards away, uh, and you know, like we said before, and we predicted that they would labour about. I mean, ASM was tearing them all that you know all, all the time. Play a high line. Um, obviously, last year ASM retired Zavaleta. Let's be honest, um, and we were hoping for for you know pace. And purpose in there. We didn't think it would come from Hendrick, but he was absolutely fantastic. And I know Mick McCarthy was has been bigging him up recently. Um, the uh, obviously the next island uh, boss and stuff. But um, you were taking it with a pinch of salt. But we were like, no, it is a good signing because at the end of the day, he's been playing in a Burnley side who have consistently finished above us. So was it an improvement to what we had? Then yes. And, it, you know, it, it allows flexibility because he can play so many different places. And, and I don't know, he just seems so, so professional. And there was just a positivity about the team uh, that I think Shelby touched on a few days ago when he said, look, at the end of the day, we've signed players and good players, not rubbish ones. And he sort of like, he put the brake on straight away afterwards as if to say, some of them rubbish ones might still be about. But um, you know, just watching it, you were just more infused, more hopeful because you knew there was game changers on the park who yeah. could at one second's notice score the goal or do the decisive thing in the match to be able to get Newcastle to, to win, and that it did. But yeah, Hendrick was fantastic. Mm-hmm. I, I'm obviously assuming we're going to Wilson next, who also had a good game. Uh, tactically, quite interesting as well. Uh, but yeah, Wilson, Hendrick was fantastic. There wasn't a player in, in a shirt. I thought the two centre-backs um, were tight as out. They protected Darlow yeah. ever so well. They did strike the post, but I think it was quite fortunate. I think we dominated most of the agenda, and I don't know what uh, Moyes was whining about with penalties and this, that, and the other. I think he's off his tits or something like that. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Nolan as well, spitting his dummy out, not happy about a few things. But, uh, but you know, strange moment when he was complaining for free kicks and that. Like I was like, Kevin, I love you, mate, but stop being a bell end. <laughs> stop complaining. Yeah, yeah I mean, um. Carol, Carol's one of his best mates, so he knows exactly what he's like. Do you know what I mean? He's hinting, hinting the Moyes that he's pointing out elbows and that. He did exactly the same as a player, especially when he played up here. He was as rugged and as dogged as the came as footballers. And that's why we love Kevin Nolan up here. But um, as an opposition assistant manager, giving bark on the um, bark on the fouls here and there, I didn't very much appreciate it. But um, I do still have a soft spot for Kevin Nolan as aye, I've been in the past. But um, yeah, it was a it was it was a really good performance all around, Paul. And I'm struggling. To, like it's a nice positive episode to have tonight. Um, great start to the season, as you said before. We're second. Um, 
How do you think Jamal Lewis played? Because I know, obviously, out of all the new players, he was he was one that played and obviously didn't get an assist or a goal. But um, I thought he played really well, Paul. Um, I thought he was really solid. He only got beat by Yarmolenko, who was a fresher player, had fresher legs and stuff when he came on. He only got beat by him to a cross twice, but other than that, I don't think nobody went past him. Uh, he had a good overlap, had a good couple of crosses into to Wilson and uh, into Carroll as well. Uh, he looks he looks really solid, to be honest, Paul. Yeah. I don't know what you think, but... Yeah, he linked up fantastically well, I thought, with ASM. And what was interesting about it down on that left-hand side, during various points during the match that I saw, you almost had ASM playing left-back and, and like Lewis saying, you know what, I know how fantastic of a, of a, a player and how much of a, a maverick player you are, ASM, but I want to go past you and I want to look to create stuff and create spaces and get crosses in. And he's a confident lad. He's a pacey lad. He's really athletic. Um, and he's direct. And again, just just exciting watching Newcastle sign in. Quality, proven, exciting young players yeah. as opposed to the previous blueprint of let's buy them in cheap, take a risk, and potentially sell a few on for a huge profit. But I thought he was really, really good today. Uh, and it's only because Wilson scored and Hendrick got an assist which was a beautiful uh, assist and a goal as well that we're raving about the other two. But let's be honest, um, I thought Lewis was absolutely um, you know, brilliant. The perfect foil at left back. And I'm excited to see what the future brings, uh, you know, for, for you know for that lad. So yeah. again, happy, happy, happy days all around. Every single one. Every single one of them put in a shift. Did what you know what the manager asked for. It was just so, such a shocking move to see Newcastle play in such a way and play on the front foot all of the time, Kyle, and not be scared yeah, to try and put it was, it was stamp on it. Yeah, it was, it was really, really aggressive trying to put the like put them on the back foot, get under pressure, get Callum Wilson moving, get on St. Maximum moving, and although Maximum didn't have. The best of games today because let's be honest, he was kicked off the park today. Um, I think he got more foul foul eight, eight, yeah. nine times. Um, anytime he got anywhere, whether it was whether it was kicking, whether it was um getting past a couple of players here or there, he just got kicked off the park. And there will be games be where uh, be but um, I think the league know a lot more about Maximin now, and I think he is going to get fouled a hell of a lot more. Um, it's a shame, but you know what it is. There is going to be games where he gets that turn of pace, and he will adapt to that. And you know, it's it's really it is it's really really refreshing to see Newcastle play so well. But there was a lot of games like this last season, Paul, where we played well one game, and then the next were bloody shit. So like, I hope Newcastle can keep the consistency going and, and keep the keep the good momentum going because. It's one thing we had a lapse in last season, but I think the difference between last season and this season is we've got that extra bit of quality up front uh, in Colin Wilson, who in games where, yeah, exactly. So in games where we're against it a little bit and maybe it's pointing towards a nil-nil draw, like you, you, you know, it's, it's it's looking pretty good. So yeah, I'm, I'm really happy with the performance tonight, Paul. Really, really happy. Um, I, I think there's only one critique that I could think of, to be honest, Kyle. Though only one slight thing that I was sort of sitting there thinking, hmm, yeah, and, and that would be the the ASM playing so deep. I mean, he was the most foul player last season in the Premier League. He was today 
in the, the opening round of Premier League fixtures up to this point, he is the most foul player in the entire Premier League this season up, up, up to now. Uh, eight fouls on him and he was kicked on his calf, kicked on the back of his leg repeatedly, time and time again. Uh, but the only disappointment and critique I'd maybe have slightly is that that was happening in our own half. And what you want is ASM running at full pace in the West Ham opposition uh, third. You don't want him to be so, so deep because he's obviously he's, he's most effective when he's turned and he's running at people and he's looking to create stuff. So he's getting fouled, but he was getting fouled in the middle of the park. He was getting fouled quite deep, almost playing, yeah. like I said, left back at times. Now that did allow Lewis to go on and stuff like that. And it did allow him probably extra space because they, they were aware of, uh, air, you know, ASM and stuff like that. But um, yeah, just something we've got to watch. We, to get the most out of ASM, we need him turning, looking at goal and in the opposition third, doing his tricks and his flicks and his all his flair stuff and getting shots away because that that's the next step for ASM. Fantastic what last season. We all love ASM. Uh we all love the uh, the helicopter celebration and stuff like that. But just make that <laughs> next step for, for the, the the talent that he is, he needs to probably add more goals to his game. He'll get that if he stays in the opposition third a little bit more. Uh, but you got to think it's yeah. only the first real game that them two have played together, and they certainly look like a partnership that that, that could work. And that's really nitpicking for a critique, if I've got to try and find one, uh, because I thought I everywhere don't think we're pretty good. good. Yeah, that that is like uh, nitpicking uh, type I things. Like you mm. pointed out earlier on the podcast, it was a complete away performance. That's how you do it. You you settle yeah. the nerves. You you know you you get them on the back foot. You stop any tempo from happening. I mean, I know they hit the ball twice, but West Ham didn't get a shot on target until like the the 80th minute, I think, the 84th minute. That's what you want to be doing, shutting them down. And I know there'll be a lot of people, a lot of West Ham fans in particular, that'll be a bit. They'll be shaking themselves regarding this season, especially with the. What's going on at the football club at West Ham at the minute? I might um, like, looking like he was chowing a oh, wasp on the bench. <laughs> yeah, but um, I know they'll be concerned, but especially with what they've got coming up. I mean, good God, they've got Wolves. They've got they've got all the top eight in the next uh, in the next uh, odd games. So it's it's going to be difficult for West Ham, mind. Um, especially with the not adding any players to the team that played against us at St James's Park. Um, a couple of months ago, where we got the draw at home. That's, but, um, that's true. That's true, though, mate. But the centre day during the commentary, mm. you know. So it was a. I do worry for West Ham, but at the same time, they do have good enough players to stay in the league. I think. But um, that yeah, had over one hundred and fifty million pound on the bench. You know, on the bench, they said yeah. during commentary. And oh, can I just say, it, the commentary was fucking shite. By the way, Alan yeah, Smith, Alan Smith. Right. I mean, they've had, a, they've, had, they've had an excellent season at Sky at the minute, getting rid of all the all the old mm. heads from um, Saturday, like so Nick and all them. They could have got rid of him as well. He's flipping shit right. on commentary. Uh, constantly going to go at Newcastle, not giving him any credit. And while at it, they can sack that flipping soonness as well. Dangerous, um, da- dangerous goal or oh. something. Hi. What a load it's of shit. Fabianski's a good four or five, you no, know, a good two or three yards away from his boot. It's not dangerous at all. Coming from the bloke who was known in the 70s and 80s in that Liverpool team for flipping kicking people all around the park, and he's calling that dangerous. Get sorted, man, mate. You flipping idiot. And like as he was as Newcastle manager as well, just clueless in his job. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you something again, right? 
you, you know, I, I was out. I was out today before the match. I was round uh, Newcastle, doing some shopping around Eldon Square and stuff like that with the missus and kids. And I actually had uh, this Sky TV people come up to me, and they said to me, um, "Would you like Sky TV?" So I looked at them. I gave them the most filthiest look. I said, "With the way that you use a lot of uh, shaft to Newcastle over, and the way that you talk about Newcastle during your sports <laughs> coverage," I said, "You've got to be kidding me, mate." I says. Nah, I says, not why you're treating Newcastle like this. I says, I think you're, you're, flog, you're flogging a dead, dead horse here. But the look on his face was absolutely price, priceless. But you're right. Um, we do get the shit end of the stick constantly off the likes of Sky TV and their so-called experts and stuff. But Alan Smith today was particularly and utterly annoying, dour. Uh, you know, you're supposed to be trying to build these games up and, and get the excitement and this, that and the other. Um, and he's about as exciting as filling out a tax return. It's he's no good, what, what whatsoever. But yeah, from a West Ham perspective, I do worry about them. It panned to the owners, looking pretty glum up in the stands. Um, it then panned down to Mark Noble, who, like I say, he was sat on the bench, looked like he was chowing a wasp and stuff. And um, it's going to be a long, hard season, but they have got the talent there. They've got the the money that's sat on the bench. They've certainly spent a lot more money than what Newcastle had, you know, over the previous seasons. And we're just, in a way, riding a high because we've had so many lows recently. A little bit of positivity goes a long way at St James's Park, and long may it continue. Uh, but even Ashley, Ashley, there, he was in, a, you know, he w- was in attendance. He's just came on the screen on much of the day now as we're recording this, you know. Yeah, and mask on. Looks like he's lost a lot of weight. Has he had a rough summer? So I can imagine so. <laughs> but um, nah, maybe, maybe his personal trainer is that Henry Morris because he obviously <laughs> he had all that time in the yeah, over America and stuff. And clearly, this bloke is uh, <laughs> Luke Edwards's imagination. But um, <laughs> oh, it's been a it's been a good deal, round mate. It's uh, it's been a good first game to celebrate Magpie twenty four seven as well. We're first game um of enjoying all that stuff um but if there's nothing else you can mention paul it was a great result all around today everybody deserves credit bruce the players um great way to, great way to wrap it up first game i think if there's nothing else positivity. You yeah positivity and second in the league finish it now sunderland are struggling in in division three and we're second in the league happy days yeah, one hundred percent, mate. I couldn't have, uh, couldn't find a way to end it better myself. That's been the first like review slash talk for twenty minutes or something uh, about <laughs> doing in the first game. But um, if you like this, we'll keep doing it. Um, let one know in the comments how you thought today's game and stuff. But uh, being with Paul, I've been your um, co-host Kyle as well. This has been the Magpie Twenty Four Seven Podcast, and uh, yeah, catch you all in a bit. How are you, lads? Come on, give it to.